Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassidy Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Businesses membership advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Cliff with us. Hello, Cliff. Hello, John. Thank you for taking time out to do this. It's my absolute pleasure and thank you for uh, inviting me to do so. I'm looking forward to it. So uh, let's jump right in. So tell us about your business. What do you do, Cliff? Okay, so I'm the the no-nonsense life coach. And uh, that means that I discuss uh, the needs of my clients initially to determine a good fit. um, And we'll work on a variety of topics covering areas like health, partner, emotional state, uh, vocation, money, personal development, Um, And although they're all intrinsically linked, we then together identify which areas are the priority and then start to formulate the goals and actions to start that transition uh, so that people can start to take control and fulfill their life's purpose. Excellent. That's all important stuff. Uh, Before we get to that, well, I always love to hear your story, your journey of how you got to where you're at. Are you happy to share some of your journey with us? Of course, absolutely. So I had been made redundant. And I could have continued in a very similar role to the one that I was doing, which had been in learning and development primarily, um, or choosing to do something that really made my heart sing rather than going on and doing the same thing just with people with different names. So uh, I took a six month sabbatical um, and then decided that I had one of those faces that people always open up to. So I embarked on an in-depth training of theory and practice in becoming a life coach. So two years of intense theory and practical sessions uh, with practice clients along the way and various um, exams and so on and so forth. Um, Some of whom actually became paying clients, even though they were just uh, practice clients, which was great. Um, And I launched the business uh, really with a view to enabling other people to really take control of their lives. So my journey was kind of forced, but it was a choice that I decided to make at that time. And, and that happens in life sometimes, doesn't it? Well, absolutely. And, you know, I, I and it's very early on in the podcast, but at the moment we're uh, undergoing enormous amounts of change and lack of control and so on and so forth um, because it's been imposed on us. Um, And actually, it's really important, even in times of adversity, to know that you can still take control. It might not look exactly as you wanted it to to look like, but actually, it is possible to still maintain some form of control of your own destiny. Yes, I'm a big believer that you can always do something. Absolutely. And it might not necessarily be the exact plan that you had, but any plan should be flexible. Um, And I think a lot of people, myself included, have uh, engaged with flexibility, with creativity, with innovation that they perhaps never thought they could. Yes. Yeah, so, so if you've got some examples from your own experience, maybe sort of running your business, some challenges that you've, you've faced and use some of the principles that you help others with. One of, I think, yeah, one of, the, um, one of the challenges that I have really come across is that many people want to have a coach but they don't always need a coach. So that's an initial challenge to address. Um, And just to contextualize that, um, there may be another service such as a counselor, a mentor, or a qualified medical professional. Um, 
So one of the challenges that I overcome and have overcome is to determine early on whether they'll benefit with working for me um, and with me. Because if they, be if they will benefit and we agree a schedule and they commit to working hard and so on and so forth, that's great. But a life coach works in the present and the future. And sometimes people have a whole host of things on their emotional shelf that they actually need to deal with before they can start moving forward. And um, I always liken it to taking two steps forward and one step back, one step back, which some people think is a problem, but actually I just think is a cha-cha-cha. And sometimes saying to them, actually take a step back and then come back to me in six months or a year, then we can really start to make progress. So that's one thing that I've definitely faced um, and been able to overcome. Yeah, and, and that's a, an important distinction to make, especially within coaching, because the relationship can become quite intimate in a way that people will share some something that they haven't shared with somebody else. And it, but it Very doesn't mean you're naturally you're naturally qualified to deal with those things. Absolutely, and it's only fair to the client that I can identify that, and if necessary, point them in the right direction to go and get you know, help or input from a another source. Um, and then that really sets a good foundation for us to really make good progress. Excellent. So you build yourself as the no nonsense coach. Uh, how, how does that play out? Well, in absolute truth, John, I don't take any prisoners. So if you are ready for change and you want to start taking control of your life, then I will work with you. If there is some doubt in your mind about your own um, ability to do that, or you come up with 101 reasons why actually you can't do it, then I just need you to come up with the one reason you can do it, and then we can work successfully together. So I am not a fluffy coach. I'm very much a case, uh, uh, an approach that is quite direct. I will work with the client, but at the same time, I don't want them to be wasting their money and I don't want them to be working with me and then bail out quite early. So this is a very ongoing relationship and it's very important that they have a clear view of what they want to achieve. Yeah, and I think um, that clarity can make all the difference in somebody's life um, because we don't always know how we're going to do something, but if we have the way forward, that can make the difference. A hundred percent. And it's exactly why world-class sports people, opera singers at the top of their game, um, the most senior CEOs running global companies always have a coach. And without one, it's very easy to become complacent and to go off the boil, as it were. So anyone at any stage in their life can benefit from having that non-judgmental confidant to enable them to focus and achieve whatever they want to. Um, and once they've identified that, you, you're right, it does become um, a very close and intimate relationship because they are able to talk candidly, uh, honestly about where they're really at. And whenever we've got people around us who are in our inner circle, whether that's family or colleagues, there's always a slight guardedness because we don't want to be seen uh, to be unconfident. Um, whereas actually they can be as unconfident as they like with me as long as they've got the drive to want to succeed. Yes, it's that trusted friend, isn't it? Because sometimes in relation, close relationships, there's an invested interest of staying where you are. Would that be right? Very much so. And actually that's oftentimes the easy route, but it's not necessarily the most exciting route. No. <laughs> so 
if there's a sort of a business owner here listening and they're thinking, oh, um, sounds like a good thing to have some coaching. Why would I need to talk about my home life, my relationships? Uh, why, why is that important? It's really important because they're all intrinsically linked. So as a business owner, um, that is your usually you know, your primary focus. But the relationship that you have with yourself is so important to help those relationships with other people. And once you have a good relationship with yourself, then you can have much better relationships with everyone else around you. So those emotional connections and the people that are key to your success have to come into it because you may well be focusing head down on developing your business and so on and so forth, but you might be actually neglecting some of the really important people in your life. So we have to touch on that only because it's all about balance. And you know, by taking some time out and actually switching your mobile phone off and switching your email off can be really, really important. And spending time with the people that have supported you um, and are in your corner. But unfortunately, most of the time, we hurt the people that are closest to us. So we have to bring them in. We can't leave them out. No, absolutely. Uh, but it could be so tempting to, so when you're especially starting a business or especially what's going on with COVID, to spend 24 hours working or thinking about work. So what tips would you have to help somebody maybe spend a bit more time or even realize they need to spend some time with their partners? Certainly one of the things that I've picked up on is the fact that I work with a lot of perfectionists and a lot of entrepreneurs and owners of companies want their business to be perfect. And unfortunately, living in a constant state of wanting perfectionism uh, causes a constant state of disappointment and releasing the pressure on themselves, particularly when others are delighted with their output or their contribution, means that they can create a much better balance and start to enjoy their life far more. Furthermore, the people around them will start to enjoy their lives far more as well because they'll feel an integral part of it. Um, and it's not until you realize how much you're missing by living in the moment that you can actually start to make some headway. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. It's um, sometimes you don't, you get caught in the, what's the saying? Is it the trees for the forest? Yes, that's right. Yeah, the wood for the trees. That's the one, yes. Wood for the trees. Um, and and that, that's exactly it because, you know, people are driven and they're single focused on achieving something, but what they're not doing necessarily is to identify what's happening in the present um, and putting that, those important things on the back burner in order to achieve business success. Now, if you have a good balance between personal and business, then you have utopia. Yes. So, so what tools could somebody listen to this, maybe start for themselves to figure out, are they anywhere near being in balance or are they lopsided? <laughs> That's a good question. And um, I've got a very, very simple um, pictorial representation that I go through with them first, which is just called the wheel of life. And all the spokes on the wheel, they simply put across uh, on where they feel they are on a scale of naught to 10. So naught is it's absolutely terrible and I'm about to jump off a cliff. And 10 is perfect, it can't get any better. And then we actually create their own life wheel, which is always wonky. And I've never yet met anyone who has a perfect circle. And 
that helps us to identify the areas in their life that they actually want to really focus on and start to take more notice of. Um, so that's a very simple exercise, very early days, you know, probably in the first or the second meeting, that we really truly look at what's important to them. Um, so for example, if they're in a relationship and that is a 10, then that's great. But how could they actually push that and get it to an 11 or a 12? If they're not in a relationship, they might also be a 10 because they're quite happy not being in a relationship, in which case it wouldn't be a priority. So it's about saying what's specifically important to you. Right. And, and, would you, and that's where you look at the, somebody's whole life or would that, could that all just be work related? Uh, either, to be fair, because you can't talk about one without the other being involved. Um, and as a consequence, all sorts of things come up that they may well not have even thought of. Um, and this is where it gets really exciting, but it also gets really scary. Um, and most of us procrastinate and don't do something through fear. So even if they are incredibly successful, there will be elements of fear and self-doubt that creep in. And we really get under the skin of that and say, why is that? Why are these fears or self-doubts coming in? Um, and then that's when light bulb moments happen and they suddenly realize that something they've been doing for the last five years or 10 years or whatever it is, um, has been holding them back and they've created their own glass ceiling. And what some of the common fears have you come across? Uh, fear of the unknown, fear of change. Even though everyone says, oh, you know, change is uh, constant and we have to be flexible and we have to change. Most people, in my experience, are reluctant to change because they're worried about upsetting the status quo. They're worried about... Um, uh, let me give you an example of, you know, people... Uh, unfortunately, lots of people are being made redundant at the moment. So they perceive that that's the worst thing ever. But actually, even though the initial shock is exactly that, it's a shock, then they perceive that they're not going to be able to pay their mortgage, they're not going to be able to school the kids, they're not going to be able to put petrol in the car. But actually, there's nothing to say that the next chapter of their life could be even better and they could actually improve all those things. But people get into a bit of a rut and just assume that it's all going to be terrible. All right, yes, that's a powerful one, especially at the moment. Well, absolutely. And unfortunately, lots of people are facing that particular issue at the moment. Um, and it is a shock and there, is no, there are no, no two ways about that. However, once you've got over the initial shock and you start to see the benefits and start to see the opportunities to actually do something that maybe you actually want to do rather than have to do can be very, very empowering. Fabulous. So Cliff, if there's somebody listening to this and they, they feel ready to say, take control of their life and get some direction and clarify their goals and really sort of take that next step forward, how would they mm -hmm. contact you? So whichever way is easiest for them, I have a website, um, which shall I, shall I tell you what that is? Yeah, right please now? do. Okay. So it's www.qualitymind.co.uk. And on that website, there's a contact form that they can uh, fill in and send to me. They can phone me, number coming up, grab a pen, on 07711 Or they can email me at cliff at qualitymind.co.uk. Excellent. And we'll put that de those details on our website as well so people can click through to you. Thanks, John. That'd be great. Fantastic. Thank you, Cliff, for sharing your stories and your insights into coaching with us. It's my absolute pleasure and thank you for your time.
Oh, it's been a real pleasure. So, uh, Cliff, if you happen to know of any other business owners or entrepreneurs that have benefit from being on the show, can you let me know? I certainly will. I'd be delighted. Great. And uh, this has been a podcast by business owners for business owners. And until next time, see you soon. See you later, Cliff. Thanks, John. Cheers now. Bye-bye. Bye. The Federation of Small Businesses, we're practical help for business owners, such as FSB Networking. Thousands upon thousands of our members already benefit from our members' networking events. Join us wherever you are in the UK and take advantage of our regular business networking events or our virtual networking. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.